As warrior dads, we got to tackle a lot of things, but tackling low testosterone levels should definitely not be one of them. Uh, we need to keep our testosterone at peak levels, and that is absolutely crucial for all of us. So I'm sure you know all the horrible things associated with low T levels. If you don't, it's definitely not pretty. Uh, it's Google search away. But unfortunately, testosterone levels in men have been consistently decreasing over the last two decades. And it's actually one of the biggest conversations I have to have when working with men, which is why I decided to create the Warrior Dads Testosterone Booster Guide and Checklist. It's a free download. And all you have to do is go to checklist.warriordads.com. Uh, just download it, start, start implementing it, and start to feel the difference. So again, go to checklist.warriordads.com and get your free copy now. Being a dad isn't always easy, but it's the best thing I ever did. I'm constantly improving myself to be the best dad I can be through fitness, nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle. As fathers, we pass on many things to our children, such as our mindset, our habits, our attitude, and what we've learned along the way. Each of these will shape who our children are and who they will become. The Warrior Dad's mission is to help you become the healthiest version of yourself, to hone your edge, and to live with purpose. My name is Jim Bartomey, and this is the Warrior Dad's Podcast. Hey guys, I am here today with a very, very special guest and a dear friend of mine, Troy Casey, also known as the Certified Health Nut. And super blessed to have Troy with us today talking uh, on the Warrior Dads. Uh, we're going to be going over a lot of cool stuff. Troy's going to be sharing a lot of cool stuff. You're going to get tons of nuggets in, in uh, our time today. So uh, without any further ado, I want to start jumping right in. Um, Troy is on Pacific time and we're on Eastern time here. So he's got to get started with his day. <laughs> um, so Troy, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I want you to start off by telling everybody a little bit about what your background is. Well, thanks for having me on, Jim. And I think it's a great service that you're offering to people. And, uh, you know, it's time to get the world healthy, in my humble opinion. Um, so uh, a little bit about my background. Um, I started out as a, uh, as a Versace model. Uh, I was sitting in Milan. And, uh, you know, I had my own digestive issues. And I was drinking beer and pizza as, as, as a young man. And I was partying. And that was affecting my, my looks. I was, I was bloated. And my career was based on um, aesthetics. And so uh, I went down to the American bookstore. I was in Milan and uh, I bought, you know, whatever books were on nutrition at the time. And so uh, I started reading them and instantly I realized, oh, wow, Captain Crunch and Pop-Tarts aren't real food, you know. And, uh, you know, it's not that my mother really served us junk food. It was just that the commercially available food was not really food, you know, and I didn't know that until I started studying nutrition. So that was almost 30 years ago, and I've been studying nutrition and applying it in my own body for that long. I, I got into fasting, internal purification, herbs, um, and so I was able to experiment with my body and get instant results. So one of the best ways I know how to rejuvenate the body is fasting, cleanse and detox, um, juice fasting, uh, herbal medicine, liver flush, kidney flush, uh, cleaning out the organs, scrubbing the barnacles, really. Um, we're a series of tubes inside of our body with veins, ventricles, intestines. Um, so 
our, our whole body is basically, you know, tubular. You're totally tubular dude. And so uh, a lot of the issues that we end up having from diverticulitis to uh, cataracts, these are all clogged tubes ultimately. And so to clean out the tubes is fasting or cleanse and detox. So I, I've, I've practiced that. I've studied that. I worked with an herbal company uh, in the Amazon for about eight years. Um, I went down there and I researched a lot of the plants. I brought people down there to drink the uh, magical brew ayahuasca, which is a, a great awakening tool. Um, and so, uh, and then I, I, I worked with indigenous healers uh, for many years as well, Maori healers. And then I've sat sweat lodges with the Lakota and I worked with the Shipipo Indians uh, and their ayahuasca shaman uh, in the rainforest. So, um, you know, I've had a... Um, a real deep look at natural medicine, how the body works, how the psyche works, uh, which nutrition works optimally. Um, and then, you know, working in the Amazon, I got hip to the environment. And, uh, and then I uh, started posting a lot of material up on, on the internet when the YouTube started. And I found this guy, Paul Check, and Paul Check uh, was able to explain things that I knew uh, but didn't necessarily put all the pieces together. And he's very well studied. Uh, he's one of the most profound teachers I've ever seen uh, in the world. Uh, and he exemplifies it. He's 56 years old. He can deadlift 450 pounds. And so, uh, and he's very uh, well accomplished in his business and other aspects of his life. So uh, really like a living master. So I learned a lot of material from him. That's kind of where we're connected from, Jim, through the Czech Institute. Um, and then, you know, uh, I, I started studying nutrition when I was modeling um, about 27, 28 years ago. And, uh, well, it's, it's like 29, it's almost 30 years, really. And I had a very successful phase um, in that industry, and I started living the rock star lifestyle. I was getting out of control, a lot of self-destructive patterns, and uh, I, I, I wanted to start a career in acting, and I moved to Los Angeles, and I knew I couldn't do it as a party animal. And so, uh, so I started to sober up and clean up my life, and it was meditation, Vipassana meditation, that really set me on my path. And uh, I sat 11 uh, courses in silence, so about, about 100 days in silence over a period of six years. Um, and so, and then I would practice that, you know, pretty much daily. Uh, it's still in my life today. And uh, so I ran the gamut, you know, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual healing. And I continue to study that today. I had my own injuries. Uh, I started having children when I was 40 and uh, I had two children and uh, right after the second one came, we moved into a house that was contaminated with black mold and we lived there for three years and uh, mold's invisible and we suspected there was something but we didn't get our house tested till for years later and the, the mold would, it would, uh, it would come out a little bit more when it was damp and, uh, and cold. And so, um, so I dealt with that and brain fog and autoimmune symptomology. I had neurological dysfunction in my legs. So I got to rebuild my body at 
you know, 47, uh, 48 years old, you know, I got to, I, I was blessed to figure out my own autoimmune dysfunction and, uh, and heal from that. So I got to, I got to apply. I'm still recovering. I'm almost a hundred percent. Um, I'm doing some, uh, alternative therapies right now. In fact, uh, I got to take my medicine, uh, here, but, uh, um, so I get to apply all my certified health nut nuttery. And so my big certification besides my Czech Institute certification is all direct experience. Um, I didn't go to formal schooling besides the Czech Institute, uh, which the Czech Institute allows, uh, uh, allows me to put all my knowledge into a compartmentalized system and help clients, uh, you know, step by step. And so uh, that really helped me out. And it also broadened and, and deepened uh, my knowledge. But for the most part, I am all direct experience and um, uh, self-taught. So, you know, this is one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on because you brought up a bunch of key things. I mean, you know, anybody listening to this can probably hear or put together all of the, the the highs and the lows that you've had throughout throughout your life, really, and throughout your career. And then you touched on one big thing at 47, 48 years old, where you're starting to rebuild your life. And so thinking of all of those things that you encountered and were challenged with, but you overcame them, right? And so all of this that we're talking about right now is mindset and how to overcome certain things. And I know you're going to be giving people some nuggets on what to do and, and, and how they can start doing this. But this is huge, especially for someone who's watching maybe around the age of 47 or 48, or even if they're younger, there's really no excuse for someone who's, you know, who's dabbled in the, the party life and then had to, you know, rebuild their health, started learning about nutrition and, you know, doing all these cool things with herbs and, you know, detoxing and things like that. And then all of a sudden you're faced with mold, which is almost like the ultimate challenge, right, for yourself. And then you have to, like you said, take everything that you've learned, put it together and put it into use, um, you know, and be as practical as you possibly can. So, you know, tell everybody about the mindset that you had to put yourself in and what it took from you. You know, like you said, you have two kids. So it's not like there's a shortage of other things happening in your life. It's not just like you're only focusing on yourself, right? Because you're a dad of two kids. So, you know, tell everyone what it was like, the mindset that you had to put yourself in when you were faced with that challenge at that age and, and how you overcame that instead of just saying, screw it, or this is too hard, or, you know, oh shit, I have to deal with this now. Instead of getting down in the dumps about it, you attacked it. And you, like you said, you're almost 100% cured. So tell... Tell everybody a little about that mindset piece of it. Yeah, so um, I actually developed my program uh, over this, and I keep everything really simple for people. And so it's uh, uh, you know mindset, movement, and nutrition. And so uh, dispelling all the disbeliefs, really. And it and it's literally a mind mindset, you know, mind over mindset, you know, mind over matter, um, and reprogramming the mind. I mean. Dr. Bruce Lipton has a whole body of work on the biology of belief, a stem cell biologist, and he realized it's not just the genetics, it's what you do to your genetics, the environment that you create for them. And so knowing that, um, you know, going into, you know, I had five upper respiratory infections 
puking out, you know, coughing up green and yellow stuff for days and weeks and it would linger. And one time I think I might've had pneumonia. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't go see medical doctors. Um, they're, they're to, you know, for me, I, I, I don't, I don't need them. You know, I, I had never needed them in my life. And so I'm not going to go, if I'm sick, I'm going to go to sleep. Right. And so, um, so, but I was in bed for like seven days and, uh, and then I was really sick for, you know, almost a month. So I, I would assume that that's something like pneumonia. My lungs burned. It was, it was pretty trippy and, uh, it was somatic days in bed. I mean, that, that wasn't like me. So, um, this is in retrospect because I didn't know what was wrong with me. In actuality, I really thought I was just a young parent, you know, in my forties that was exhausted. I heard about this exhaustion, but I had never, you know, you don't know what it's like until you're in the middle of it and you're like, is, is this it? I had to kind of figure it out. Uh, and, and again, lo and behold, it wasn't just being a new parent. It was, uh, this black mold was continuously overexciting my immune system. My immune system was fighting it off and it was exhausting me. It was, it was draining my, uh, my, my adrenaline reserves. And so I was living on adrenaline until I just completely burned out. So, and then I had, uh, like neurological dysfunction, my legs just weren't working the same. And I was like, you know, that's weird. Um, and again, I thought it was just attached to the exhaustion until it started popping up with arthritis and the arthritis started going from one groin to the next. And I was like, okay, that's not normal. And, uh, and so I just, you know, step by step, step by step, we got out of the house, um, we, you know, we also moved seven times too, searching for the right home to live in after that. And so we dealt with a lot of stress and this put a huge amount of stress on, um, the psychological aspects of our relationship. And, uh, you know, it was like the perfect storm midlife crisis. You know, I don't necessarily believe in a midlife crisis, but, you know, Rudolf Steiner's work was all about the uh, seven cycles of seven and the development of our seven chakras and 49 is uh, the ending of that um, and so Steiner's work is all about we come in from the spirit world and our bones and teeth and eyeballs and everything develop up until seven years so that's the first chakra and we go through other phases that can be explained but as we start going back into the spirit world seven cycles of seven uh, and our physical body starts to decompose you know, that's 49. It's a huge transition period uh, in the Steiner philosophy. And lo and behold, you know, I really went through that. I'm 51 now and I'm, um, I pray to God I'm coming out of it because it's been seriously intense. And I have had to set my mindset and go, I'm going to go through this. I'm going to learn everything. This is my spiritual path right now. Oh, Mr. Troy Casey, you, you're so funny, Mr. Certified Health Nut. You, maybe you think you're so spiritual and you have arrived, you know, or, you know, you've arrived on any level, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, the, all the aspects of holistic health. You know, have you arrived? Okay, here's a curveball. And then here's a whole bunch of curveballs at the same time. Oh, and you're knocked down on the ground. Here's a boot in the balls. You know, it was like, wow, 
You know, it just kept coming so intensely. And I was just like, all right, well, am I a victim? <clears throat> am I going to take this lying down? And I just knew that that's, that wasn't what I was going to do. And so I, I stepped up and I faced it. Um, and so, you know, uh, at one point I stopped drinking, I stopped smoking, you know, uh, any kind of marijuana or anything. And I've had many sober, uh, years in my life. Um, but as the stressors came back on after I had children, you know, I would smoke a little bit. I would drink occasionally. I wasn't really a big drinker in the last, you know, uh, 20 years of my life. Uh, but every once in a while I would. And, um, and I also enjoy some, some natural tobacco as well. And I found myself using that more for my stress. And so at one phase after, um, you know, I started dealing with all my autoimmune stuff, I was just like, let me deal with all my pain. Let me let my pain be my drug. Let my pain be my teacher. Let it guide me. And so, you know, I bumped up my rest. My nutrition's always been pretty on point, uh, but I made sure, you know, it was even more on point. Um, I made sure that, you know, my digestion was on point. Uh, if I wasn't hungry, I didn't eat. If I, if I was backed up, you know, and I wasn't empty, I didn't eat. And so I waited till I was hungry till I eat. I made sure I moved my body every day. I tried to get out in nature as much as possible. I made sure I was diligent about my sleep. You know, I, 10 o'clock is my bedtime and I'm, as strict as I possibly can be. I mean, I like to do fun things and stay out late sometimes, but uh, you know, I got my mind really clear that I was going to heal this. And then I dipped into a myriad of different, uh, modalities and therapies that are very alternative, uh, and very out there. Um, and so, but my baseline was there, my mindset, my nutrition and my movement was on point. Um, and so that's really what healed me. And it was systematic step by step because we moved out of the moldy house in 2013. It's now almost 2018. So a good solid four years and practicing all the things that I've practiced and more, right? So all my foundation elements, breathing, hydration, nutrition, sleep, sunlight, nature, doing the best I could in my relationships, forgiving myself, um, you know, practice, practicing that as much as possible. And then I started dipping into the alternative therapies that I specialize in. So what you're saying that a lot of what you had to do then was to really become resourceful, right? You mentioned the alternative therapies that you did and, you know, you, you got your mindset in the right spot. You had to turn to alternative therapy. So you became resourceful. So you started, you know, you started thinking more about really what you had to do instead of keeping yourself, you know, like you're saying, am I going to stay kicked down and kicked in the balls? And, you know, am I going to get up and fight back and, and take this over? And it didn't matter regardless of your age, right? Because I feel like a lot of people do that, you know, where you're mentioning Paul and how he's 56 now and can still deadlift 450. You know, people come to me and I'm sure they come to you in their 30s and their 40s because it's just what doctors are telling them they're like well you're getting old what do you expect with low back pain and knee pain and neck pain and you know uh you're tired all well, the time hence, like what's that and hence my whole thing of staying away from doctors i mean i'm not going to let them climb inside my mind so 
If you go to a doctor with autoimmune disease, they basically don't know how to treat it and they'll give you a bunch of drugs which are just going to treat symptoms. And so I knew that that would be useless. And I know that the father of modern day medicine said, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. And they based the Hippocratic Oath on this brother's name, Hippocrates. And so there's some intelligence right there. So nutrition is going to be at the cornerstone. Sleep heals the body. Fasting heals the body. So these are the tools that I utilized. And so uh, and and also I realized that, hey, you know, I got a lot of life to live. I have a mission on this planet. I've got a purpose, a legacy, a dream that I am here to complete. And let me tell you, I got kicked in the weeds, man, and kicked while I was down in the weeds multiple times. And so and I'm like, well, am I going to be a victim? And that's when I started to adjust my my personal philosophy, my working philosophy, that this was my spiritual awakening. This was my spiritual work. This was my spiritual path, you know, to go to go through this and to rise like a champion to. And let me tell you, it wasn't it wasn't easy. I mean, I'm Troy Casey. I got I got I got a big ego myself. You know, I try and keep it in check, but my ego gets me out of bed every morning. That's what my puts my YouTube you know videos out there. It's what helps me, you know, teach good life affirmative principles. And so I do have a big ego. I have a big dream. And, you know, it was that that was able to go, you know what, I'm not going to take this laying down. I'm going to age gracefully. And I want to be, you know, I want to have sex when I'm 85. I want to run a marathon when I'm 69 with no training. Why? Because that's what I've always wanted to do. And so, and I'm like, all right, well, if that's the case, then I've got to go through this. I get to. I, I get, get to, to heal, heal myself. myself. How so many times have I heard? my next question almost, and I mean, this is probably the answer to it, but I was going to ask you for those days that you wake up, because we all have them, where you just, maybe you don't feel like doing it. Like, you know, you mentioned that you eat pizza, you know, years ago, and I know that since I've went through my whole transformation, it's like those days are fewer and fewer apart where you don't really feel like cheating or having something off the norm because you just feel so much worse after you do, but... What's one thing that you do to shift your mindset? And like I said, you might have already answered it, but what's one thing that you do to shift your mindset when you're having those days where you're just kind of like, all right, fuck it, or, you know, I don't really want this, or, you know, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a good boy. You know, what's something that you do to just kind of snap yourself right out of it? Well, you know, I got to tell you, I, I dealt with probably a solid two years or three years waking up anxious and depressed you know, really uh, no energy, uh, my body just feeling achy and beat up. Um, and, you know, I had a lot of stress with, with, with my wife, my, my partner. And uh, it's so funny, the financial stress is so funny because, and it really depends on the person and the level of fear uh, that they have in them. But I, I had to do, so I was just waking up depressed and I had to override it. And I had to keep moving. Um, and just telling myself to, to, to keep moving. <clears throat> but the, <clears throat> the financial stress is, is so funny because, you know, I'm actually separated, uh, from my wife and we're, we're getting a divorce right now. We, we, we couldn't work it out past all these stressors. And, uh, and 
you know, she, she always had some complaints about the finances, but the fact of the matter is I had to start doing a gratitude journal because I live here on the beach in Santa Monica. Um, my kids are in private school. I eat only organic food. I ride my bicycle. I have a very, I have a retired lifestyle. I work doing the things that I love to do. So I was like, holy shit, man. You know, my wife can have all this financial stress, but the fact of the matter is if you do the reverse math, it's like we have an amazing life, even when we're dealing with difficulties. And by the grace of grace, you know, or God or whatever you want to call it, it doesn't really matter. It's by the grace of grace, you know, we live a magical life. And so I started writing this down in a gratitude journal. So again, working with the mindset, gratitude journal is one of the biggest tools that help it helped me, uh, but I have to say that the one of the major tools that helped me this past year, because I was still dealing with anxiety all the way up into uh, uh, April and May. I mean, I was dealing with anxiety going through my whole separation as well, but I started doing breath work, uh, serious pranayama, and uh, every single morning, and it was that that really, really, uh, helped me and set me free. And I coupled that with some cold showers as well. And uh, that just wakes the body up. It gets all the chemicals, the serotonin, the dopamine flowing properly. And then I can actually be a functioning human being. Um, you know, I tried, I tried coffee for years and uh, you know, I like coffee like anybody else, but it, it, I got to a point where it just burnt me out. I mean, coffee just didn't work anymore. And it was, it was killing me. You know, well, you said you're already running on your adrenaline and then you're putting coffee on top of it and you're just stressing out the adrenals even more. So that makes sense. So you got gratitude journal and you got cold showers and breathing. I mean, those three things right there are super powerful. How long have you been keeping your gratitude journal for? And are you still doing it today? Uh, yeah, one of our mediators actually made us do it again. I kind of fell off the wagon. I think I did it for, uh, uh, almost a year straight and then I, I, I dropped out a little bit and then uh, our mediator challenges us to it again and I was like great you know it's part of my daily regimen so I have a pretty serious daily regimen um, when, when I drive the kids to school I gotta wake up at least an hour ahead of time to get some meditation in some breath work uh, some bathroom time you know, cold shower, you're only in here in there for less than 10 minutes. So, uh, sometimes right around five. And so, uh, so yeah, um, you know, I've got a pretty good daily ritual. Otherwise I don't think my day really functions, uh, as good. And the breath work, look, it set me free with the anxiety and depression. And, uh, and I'm just not, I'm not, I love life kind of guy, you know? And uh, I think I was just going through that typical stuff that men go through, midlife, you know, divorce, um, you know? And I, I, I had the wife that was henpecking the shit out of me. You know, do this, do that, do this, don't do that, you know? And, and I was capitulating, trying to get by and, and trying to like, appease you know the feminine in my house and but I realized that that 
that's not the way masculine really operates. And so, you know, I had, I had to learn all that. You know, I believe that the masculine and feminine energies have been polarized because of the chaotic world that we live in. And so, you know, I was dealing with a very masculine, masculinized wife. And it was like, you know, it, 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 you know, I allowed myself to be emasculated on one level or another. And, and it was, it was painful. And, you know, I fought for the separation, but one of the best things for me was the separation. I couldn't believe it. You know, my life got so much better. I got back on my feet, you know, just for the sake of argument, I, she wanted to handle all the finances. She, she was really into controlling many aspects. And I was just like, go ahead. You know, I, I just, I don't need another argument. And so, uh, so it was great to take back, you know, my money and get my own place and just, you know, stand on my own two feet again. And so it was the most empowering thing for myself. Um, and so I think that really helped my, my consciousness. And I realized that the, the henpecking and just the fear and just, it made me so depressed. And so, um, so the breath work was really, I started doing consistent breath work in April and, uh, and, and that helped me to this day. So I'm doing it every day, doing at least 90 conscious breaths every day. That's awesome. Compared to the 25,900 that we breathe every single day, we got 90 conscious ones. That's awesome. <laughs> And if you do 90 conscious breaths or you do breath of fire, you know, you do that, it opens up all the ch channels, it opens up the nadis, it opens up the, uh, the diaphragm. Uh, then when you're in a regular state, the, the, the apparatus is working better because you've already excited it. So um, I'm going to get... I, I gotta get something to blow my nose. <laughs> yeah, so this was this this was absolutely amazing. So, guys, anybody that's watching, you know, Troy gave you a, a bunch of amazing little nuggets, and hopefully, maybe you were taking notes or you picked up on what he was talking about. And um, you know, but breathing, obviously, breath work, and then make sure you have some tissues available with you. Yeah, and then you got cold showers, which I talk about cold showers, uh, as well. It's super, super anabolic for the body. Really help to wake the body up first thing in the morning. Um, given that you don't have like too many stiff muscles because especially, well, at least in, in you know, Troy's in California and I'm in, um, you know, Pennsylvania East coast here. So now it's really, really cold here. So, you know, making sure that you're at least a little, um, a little moving around in the morning before you just jump right into a cold shower. Cause I've actually had it before where I probably wasn't my body wasn't warmed up enough and I just literally jumped right into a cold shower right out of bed and it was on a day that I had just worked out the day before and I kind of tensed up when the when the water hit me and I just actually felt my neck lock up a little bit. So I probably didn't move around and actually just kind of, you know, lubricate the, the joints and the muscles a little bit. So, but cold showers are absolutely, absolutely amazing. And the, the gratitude balance, journal. That, you know, gym balance is the key and, and, that, and that's a good conversation. And the reason... Uh, you couple it with the breath work because the breath work, uh, you know, shoves all the blood into the capillaries and, and, and really opens the body up. So the breath work, again, um, it goes hand in hand with the cold shower. So, you know, increase your breath work and then 
acclimate your body to the cold showers, you know, start in the summer or, you know, start, you know, start doing cold afterwards. And so, but if you're, if you're doing actually in through the nose and out through the nose, will heat the body up more than. So if you do that in through the nose, it's going to heat everything up. Because we get trapped in our emotions, we start being neck breathers, and, and that's where our panic receptors are. So I was dealing with anxiety and depression, and I wasn't breathing, and I was just like, you know, and I kept he hearing about all the Wim Hof stuff, and I knew breathing was profound. So I just jumped in the shower, in a hot shower, every morning, and I would, uh, and this is still when I was waking up stiff and, and, you know, recovering from the black mold, exhausted, every morning, just waking up exhausted for about four years. And then January, I just like, I'm going to start doing 15 conscious breaths. And I noticed it was hard just to get 15 breaths in. And I was doing hot showers and stretching and stuff in the, in, in the shower. Yeah. And then uh, somebody came to one of my workshops and then he taught some breathing techniques. And then I started doing breath work with them. And so I work with breath work with my clients now because it's so effective and it's so simple. It's oxygen. That's great. Troy, this has been absolutely amazing. And we've spent actually a really good amount of time together, but this is absolutely amazing. I love everything you said. I know everybody that's watching is going to get a lot out of it. Tell everybody where they could find out more about you, any of your programs, anything that you want to offer them right now. Um, where, you know, what would you, where would you lead them to? So I have uh, my website, TroyCasey.com. I have a six-week program where I, it's, a, it's called a reboot camp where I take people through. And so completely revamp their life, give them a whole uh, new lease on life, full-blown holistic education, the education that I have basically. And I also, um, we integrate that. So it's, it's twice weekly and we integrate that. So I have that. I take people through 10-day uh, cleanses, organic green juice cleanses to help reboot their system. I do uh, quite a few of those a year, um, usually at least once a month. And... Uh, um, and then, you know, my videos are free. I make a lot of content, trying my best to inspire people from my own examples. And so youtube.com forward slash certified health nut. My Instagram has uh, even more brief snippets. Um, and then uh, my Facebook, I do a lot of Facebook lives and, uh, you know, uh, just my working philosophy and trying keeping it as, as, as simple as possible and leading by example. Okay, so Troy Casey, C-A-S-E-Y.com, and then Certified Health Nut on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the social media channels. Yes. it's awesome. It's great seeing you again. Thank you so much for taking the time um, to do this. I know I got a lot from it, and I actually even learned a couple of things that I, I thought I knew everything that you did, but I actually didn't. <laughs> so I know if I got something out of it, everybody else watching will too. So thank you again so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. You're doing great work. Thank you.